Welcome to the Woman Turned Fierce podcast, or as I like to say, WTF. And I am your host, Daria Sambi, aka The Muscle Mom. I'm a health and fitness coach who empowers badass women to embrace their inner strength, their total confidence around nutrition and fitness by saying, fuck fear, fuck bullshit, hello sexy. We're going to be discussing all things womanly health with a few what the fuck and laughing your ass off moments along the way. So sit tight, grab a treat, and enjoy the ride because this is unlike any fitness podcast you've ever heard before. Hello. What's up, beautiful? How's it going? Not much. I am so, so, so happy that you are here. I just love any time I get to talk to you. It makes uh, me likewise, likewise. Did you see your shout out this morning from the gym? Yes, I did. I love it. <laughs> you survived. <laughs> three in the morning, dude. My cat got me up at 3 a.m. my time. And I was just like, why? Why? And then I tried to go back to bed and I asked my cat, and I told Bill, I was like, I asked the cat, hey, are you trying to tell me to go to the gym? I'm like, meow, go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> At three in the morning. You must have been the only one there, which is probably oh a goddess. I was able to, you know, it's crazy when you get up that early and you're doing all these things and you're just like, okay, let me wait till the gym actually opens. But I got all my emailing done, all my organization done. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. But at the same time, no. A little extreme. <laughs> Three is a little extreme. It's a little. Yeah. Our cat did that to us two nights ago, actually, at 4, 4 a.m., and the, the power went out. And for some reason, it went out, and she was just, like, crazy, like, walking all over our faces on the bed. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? Go away. Seriously, dude. Uh, I, I've just, I'm a new fur mommy to cats because I've grown up with dogs my whole life. So this yeah. is like quite an experience where I'm like, ah, oh, okay, this this is a thing. Got it. Yep. Got it. Yep. Cats <laughs> just have a mind of their own. <laughs> they totally do. Thank oh. you for having me on your show. I'm so excited. So <laughs> as people listening, they're probably on my page. They probably know who you are. But if anyone listening is new to Miss Mary Codina, tell us about yourself, about what you do. All right. Well, hello, beautiful tribe. As Daria said, my name is Mary Annie Codina. I am a massage therapist and also a well online wellness coach. So what that means is that basically I figure out what's going on with your muscles for your ongoing health and wellness. And also, are you having a mental block with stress, with all these things that I call stress ball? Or are you having a physical block with your body? So once we figure that out, 
we can progress the body so that way your recovery is faster, you're less stressed out, and you're also figuring out what your triggers are. And then I incorporate all of that into having even more fun through online wellness with experiences. So that way you create more of your badassery. Yes. And I love that. And that is one thing that I really wanted to focus on with you with talking today, because so much of the work that I see you do in the online space is revolving around like stress and how it both like mentally and physically manifests in our body and affects everything that we do on a day to day. And it's totally. something that I've talked about like briefly in some of my trainings, but I'd love for you to elaborate on how to identify stressors in your life and just like some of the main things that people can do to kind of work through those mental blocks, those physical blocks to kind of, we can't alleviate stress fully, but kind of right. kind of, to make it work for us a bit better and not Absolutely. take over our life. <laughs> well, let me give your, your listeners an example. One of my beloved clients, she's been a client on and off for a while now. And so she reached out to me and said, Hey, listen, my inner hip pain is just awful. And she was, she was really honest because most of my clients, what I consider is like, we don't, we get down to the nitty gritty. You tell me exactly what it is that you want to accomplish. And then we figure it out from there. So she was telling me inner hip pain. She couldn't walk in the morning, do her three miles of her hubby. And she's super competitive with her husband. She's like, he can't beat me on walking. This is bullshit. So I was like, okay, let's figure it out. But this particular client had had knee injury from her teenage years where it was a horrific car accident. And then that happened at her when she was like 17. And then again, she had knee replacement surgery at 30. So when she was talking to me about this pain and so on, I asked her a bunch of questions figuring out like, okay, are we talking like, is it the physical limitation from the rods that are inserted into the knee? Or is it like the mental limitation because the body remembers pain. And if for anyone who's been injured, we don't want to go through that pain again. So no way. Body, it's amazing how the mind plays that ultimate connection. It was like, okay, I don't want to stress myself out. So I'm not going to do the motion or the activity that could potentially injure me. So when we were working together, I kept on telling her this mantra, like I am safe. And most people think mantra has to be like this long-winded thing but it doesn't it's like okay let's figure out what it is and for her it was fear it's like you don't want to be hurt right she's like no i don't want to be in pain and i'm like okay so retrain the neural pathways to say i am safe yes there's physical limitation in your body but now that it's healed let's see how far we can move and for anyone who's done pigeon there is a pose mm -hmm. where you're opening up your hip flexors and so for her, she's like, I can't get into this pose. There's no way. And you're at a 90 degree angle on your leg. And after our first session, I kept on telling her, keep telling yourself out loud until you believe it in your heart of hearts. I am safe. I am safe. And when she started, she barely had 15 degrees and we got her up to 45 in the first session. So is it physical? Yes. But is it also mental? Hell yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> this happens a lot, like you were saying, with like her not being able to get into that position. Is it a mental block? And you experienced this being in my program. And I think every woman who was new to this program experienced it where they're like, I've never done this movement before. I don't yep. know if I can do it. So many people mm -hmm. have hurt themselves doing this thing. Absolutely. So how the hell am I supposed to do it? 
but then you know you get through your you share your experiences with the group you talk through mm -hmm. it with the coach and who you're working with mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. suddenly two weeks down the road you're going from say deadlifting just the bar to bed deadlifting 135 pounds even though that's not dude. how much you knew you were deadlifting dude okay so for your listeners they don't know this but like the whole time in the gym I was doing, I was inputting my numbers wrong. People were in, in our program, Strength Confidential, they were saying they were deadlifting like 135 pounds. And I was just like, well, shit, how am I supposed to get up there? You know, I can barely do these 45 pound plates. And then it was because like I saw on the, on the, um, on the gym today, I was going to send you a picture where there's a rack that says um, 10 pounds here and it's two five pound plates. And that's oh. what confused me. I was all oh, like, it makes oh. sense now. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time I'm thinking, I'm never going to get up there. What's going on? So I, I texted Daria this picture and she's like, dude, you've been doing this the whole time. And I'm like, oh, shut the front door. This is great. Oh. But people don't even realize that the bar itself, when you're doing like deadlifts or bench pressing, the bar itself is 45 pounds. So people say, I can barely do the bar. I'm like, you're doing 45 pounds. Exactly. It's great. And for some women, like some petite women, that's half their body weight right there. Just in Dude, a I'm piece five of one. Yeah, I'm five exactly. One, and I'm just like, woohoo, I'm getting stuff up off the ground. Yeah. So, so many people, and as much as I like to accredit myself for this program building strength, but a lot of the people who went from deadlifting 45 pounds at the bar to 135, maybe only like 40% of that is actual physical strength gains. It's just a combination of the mentality, the confidence and the form that is actually getting you there. So that strength, that bodily potential was probably there the entire time. You just had to tap into that mentality and kind of kick that block to the curb and Absolutely. say, I ain't got no space for you anymore, buddy. Absolutely. And that's what happens with tons of my clients when they're like, oh my gosh, I can actually do a move. And it's like, what did you do? I'm like, baby, I just got you out of your own head. And that's what you did for me. It was like, Mary, because I would beat myself up. It was like, okay, I know what muscles to use. I know the antagonistic, the synergistic, and it's not working. What am I doing? And it was all in my head where it was just a constant, the internal monologue that says, well, yeah, but you have injury. And so therefore don't do it because you're scared of re-injuring. And now mind you for your listeners, I had right elbow inflammation where a PT told me that I had medial and lateral epicondylitis. I didn't, I went through three years of treatment for something oh I never God. had three years on and off for something I never had. I went to an osteo surgeon guy to check my tendons and ligaments. He gave me an MRI. He's like, there's nothing wrong with your list. There's nothing wrong with any of the tendons, any of the ligaments. Let's check for blood work for like inflammation, like beginning signs of arthritis. And so I was like, okay, great. Let's, let's do it. Let's see what we got. No arthritis, no rheumatoid arthritis. No, I have no itis. No itis is in my life. No itis is. <laughs> no itis. So still couldn't figure it out. And I, when I signed up for Daria's program, I was, I was scared shitless. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do these pushups because of my elbow. And I kept going and my push-ups were rocking it and my elbow started to feel better. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Makes no sense at all. The one thing that you think would irritate it yeah. is the one thing that made it better. And I remember exactly. your push-up progress. It was like watching a Rocky, like, yeah, like the Rocky movie. Yeah. So it's like, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. 
And then suddenly Mary could do 10 and won't even participate. Sorry, darling. Zoom hated us again and it froze you. I can, I think I can hear you. Okay. Nope. I know. It froze you too. It's freezing you. No. Oh my goodness. Okay, I can see you okay. now. I have perfect internet. I don't know. Okay, sorry, my Likewise. in the way. I was swiping. Hold on. Let me okay. see if I can stop the video portion because sometimes that happens. Let okay. me stop that. Okay, stop video. Okay, can you hear me now? I can. Okay, cool. Let's try this. Let's try it that way. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Cut. Okay. So, <laughs> we, like, I, I, think I have a pretty decent understanding of the body and I'm sure you do too. And we come from it in like really like kind of like yin and yang positions and views with you being like the recovery aspect of it and me being like mm -hmm. the antagonist side of it, like flexing and everything. And you're, you're kind of fixing all the damage that I'm doing. Um, <laughs> but there's so much about the body that we just don't understand the relationship of, like you said, you went to these PTs, you went to these specialists and everyone said like, oh, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing wrong with you, even though you're living with the pain, but sure as shit. The one thing that I'm sure you probably didn't take into account was working the thing that was causing you pain to actually make it better. It's exactly. Kind of like, like what medicine, what vaccine. Right. Like the vaccines are little. It's it's taking that virus. It kind of makes sense that our body responds to that in the same way. We get a lot of joint pain. We get a lot of aches and pains from there being like a muscular imbalance or just a lack of mobility, a lack of lubrication. So sometimes the thing that we think is going to irritate it actually ends up making it that much better, which is which is hilarious. But I'm really glad we got that got that all fixed oh. up for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's one of those things that I can tell with my body that because it, it's still sore. But you know, if I go to, if I miss the gym two days in a row, then the inflammation comes back on something strong. And I'm like, okay, now it just becomes like a daily part of life. And on, like you had said, we want to avoid pain. And not only are we avoiding pain physically, but we're avoiding pain mentally. And that was the biggest hurdle for your clients, for, for my clients, where it's like, is this going to hurt me? And nine out of ten times mentally we psych ourselves out before we can get to like that fourth rep you know we're yeah. like nope this is gonna nope i can't do it nope it's like actually you can and here's the thing once you get over that mental hurdle and we're focusing more on the strategy of your mind then there's a whole different option that comes in where you're just like feeling like this is really badass like the rocky theme song is going yeah. through your head it's like Woo! yeah <laughs> yeah and it feels great but it takes just doing it to make it through that hurdle like there's no amount of motivation or meditation or mantras that can get you through that you just have to tell yourself that you can fucking do it and get yourself through it, it takes a exactly. bit of grit at the beginning Absolutely. That's why you surround yourself with people who believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So you are a massage therapist. You're a wellness coach. Um, we are going to be working together on this round of Strange Confidential, putting those two things together so that our yin and yang kind of 
form and work together because this yep, is yep. your area of expertise. So for people listening who maybe not have the pleasure of being in this program with both of us, what are some things that you get people to do or some like techniques or massage techniques, rolling techniques, stretching techniques that you get people to do to just feel better in their body, to feel less stressed, to feel more mobile? Like what is something that someone who's never done any sort of massage techniques or rolling techniques can, can get them feeling better? Absolutely. That's a great question. So it depends on everyone's level, but I think one of the most basic elementary things that I always tell people to do, whether you're coming off of a massage or a physical training program, is drink your water. Yes. Drink your water. The body, when they say we're made up of 80% water, it's because of this uh, this, um, device that we have. It's called fascia. So we have hundreds and thousands of layers of fascia in our body. And the way I equate fascia is thinking of an orange. So you have an orange. When you peel the orange, the rind is our skin. So that's our superficial fascia. So what happens with our superficial fascia is if it's stuck like glue to our muscles, we're not gliding, we're grinding. And we want to be able to, well, it's silly, but like take your arm and pinch an inch. If your skin is able to like come up and it's pliable and you don't have to like pinch the muscle in order to lift it, that's healthy fascia. So that's a very visible thing that you can see right away. Another, and you can even do that with your calves. Like people will look at their calves and be like, I can't pinch an inch. It's like, because your fascia is like super glue. Now your muscles, they have like the deeper layers of fascia. And then in order to get into the deeper part, we have these layers that go like from your left arm to your right hip, they crisscross applesauce. So when you hydrate the body, the fascia becomes pliable, it becomes movable. You're gliding versus grinding. And when you don't hydrate, then the fascia becomes very dense. It's kind of like you're going through spider webs versus looking at those orange slices that are very transparent. So imagine your muscle fibers like the ultimate orange. I love that analogy. And now that I'm picturing it, it makes absolute perfect sense. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so, it's such a basic thing, right? Because it's like, when you take a client who you don't know their physical history, you don't know their, their, any sort of injury or there, there's some things that we just don't know what we don't know. But the basic thing, unless you have kidney issues is drink your water. And throw in a little bit, I mean, as long as you don't have high blood pressure, you can even throw in a pinch of Himalayan sea salt or like some seaweed with teriyaki. Ooh, that's so good. You know, your body wants the combo. So give yourself your electrolytes, hydrate your body, eat before and after, you know, it's it's a good thing. Yeah. But some people don't do that. No. And that's something that you've probably heard me talk about a million times and like, There's people just don't drink enough. And I love that you mentioned the salt because it was kind of like demonized a long time ago where Mm -hmm. it's like our our muscles, like yes, in the fascia and in the muscle belly itself, that salt, that sodium potassium helps bind water into our muscles and into the fascia to help it actually stick and do what it's supposed to be doing. Exactly. And you need that, that that's why they say electrolytes because we want sodium. Sodium does not have to be a terrible thingamabob, but that is huge. It's huge when it comes to muscle recovery. And some people after, like, I want to disassociate this uh, common belief where people say, oh my God, I have so many knots. I have so many knots in my body. There's no such thing as a knot. 
your muscle would literally have to pop off the tendon, roll <laughs> up on itself in order to not. What you have are just layers and layers of muscle fiber with fascia that have decided to grind against each other from repetitive motion. Whether that repetitive motion is from sedentary work or from physical activity, we have the ability to be athletes. But here's the thing. If you're going to be a sedentary athlete, you're going to have injury. If you're going to be a mobile athlete, you're going to have injury. We got to move the, uh, the muscle fibers in order for them to glide versus grind. Yes. I, that, yeah, that, that is 100% perfect. And I know that is a very like heated topic that you're very passionate about. And there was another thing that I saw you post that you were like very passionate about and <laughs> um, something that is often misbelieved and that I see like on like YouTube videos and stuff all the time. And that is the idea of foam rolling the IT band or any sort of oh. like large tendon <laughs> issue. <laughs> so for those people who have maybe seen those videos and tried like rolling out on a tennis ball on the side of their leg, just oh, feeling silly. So painful. What are so some painful. things you, you recommend they do instead of trying to roll out a tendon? Okay, so let me just preface this by saying I get it. There are multiple ways to tackle tight fascial tissue. My, in my experience and also the experience of my betters, people who have more education than I do, we've talked at nauseum. And I'm talking about betters like physical therapists and all these likes that have like doctorates and so on. And uh, hmm, I don't believe in foam rolling the IT band, and here's why. Yes, there are fascial tissues around the IT band. However, it's a tendon. You literally need 2,000 pounds of force in order to move a tendon. By that time, kill me, I'm dead. No, don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. But if the muscles surrounding the tendon are the quadriceps in the front and the hamstrings in the back. You also have the TFL in the front, which is like the, the main top area where people start to feel like the lateral knee pain. For those of you who don't know, lateral means outside. So outside knee pain or over the knee pain. So there are quads that will, quadriceps that will have uh, tendons that go over the knee and before the knee. So what you're gonna do is foam rolling the muscles around the tendon versus the tendon itself to get the most bang for your buck. And it doesn't have to be like crazy foam rolling. I, I'm a little bit of a glutton for, for punishment, but it's just because I'm in a lunge position all day as a massage therapist. So if I don't foam roll on a daily, my, my knees will lock up. And then I start to get popcorn knees versus like grinding knees. You know, it's like, let, let's, uh, let's not do some damage to the knees, especially when you're squatting if you're squatting improperly or if you have the wrong shoes on, there, there's so many options out there. But I know it's like my biggest like red flag in front of bull where someone says, oh, I believe in foam rolling the IT band. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just have to credit Mary because she said something about like squatting improperly. And if people have been like following me or my journey, like I, I'm pretty big in squatting i'm a fitness coach i'm a competitive athlete and i thought that i had you know my squat and my form for everything figured out pretty well to the point where i was moving the weight efficiently and my weight was going up but this summer it came to a point where i was starting to get a lot of like hip pain knee pain that i found out was sartorius related and i actually 
got some help from Mary and she's like, well, if you can just stand to bring your stance in a little bit, <laughs> it might just help. And oh, she gave me like some other incredible stretches to do to, to help me alleviate this pain. And since then, I think that was like the end of July, right about the time I competed in August. I haven't had any sort of pain at all. Like no hip pain, no knee oh pain. My God, and my, my, my squat's so actually happy. gone up. It's, it's been incredible. So that's like, that's the work that, that we're hoping to bring to the program and that someone like Mary or Mary herself can bring to the table is even if you think you have your shit figured out pretty good, it's probably a good idea to still like go and get an opinion and get your body taken care of because there could be something going on that you're just turning a blind eye to or that you never considered before. So Mary, thank you. My squat's been going up like fantastic. Oh my gosh, I am so happy that that worked for you. Yes, absolutely. See, most people are like, well, why should I work with an online coach or why should I work with an online massage therapist, wellness coach? And that's the thing. We can look at your body in so many different avenues. And with my work, I typically am like, okay, most people don't have a whole lot of disposable income to see, okay, let me try this massage therapist. No, that didn't work. Let me try this massage therapist. No, that didn't work. Because in the realm of, of healing, <clears throat> there are a lot of people who don't know what they're doing, number one, or their zone of genius might be in relaxation when you need more of a therapeutic or even a medical grade massage. All's good, but sometimes the disposable income is not as affluent as we would like. So what I do do is I have clients now all over the United States and I say, okay, let's find you what kind of massage therapist you are looking for. I know what questions to ask the massage therapist. I know how to find out, okay, do you actually know what you're talking about? Or did you take a class for five hours and you're reading from a book? because that happened to me once where I was online and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I got hoodwinked. It's like, wait a minute. This is shenanigans. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's it's one of those interesting things where it's like, let's create an experience for you on the online forum where you have your coaches. And if you need that manual manipulation, then you have the people that can find you those professionals. And that's super important. Yes. Yeah. I've been to some bad people and I've been to some great ones and (laughs) there's definitely a difference. And it's, it's happened with fitness coaching as well. Like I've had people come to me so scared to purchase my programs or work with me because they had just some Joe blow trying to take their money and had no idea the influence that body work has on people. Like you can very, very negatively impact someone's life if you're putting up a front and do damage to them because you didn't actually know all the information that you said that you knew. Absolutely. It's a very personal experience. It is. It is. And here's the thing. So I've had clients approach me where I've had to turn them down. So there are times where you'll need something and you don't know what you don't know until you're presented with a situation. So for example, I always tell people I am not medically licensed. When, if you need a doctor, you need a chiropractor, those are different things. But when it comes to like musculature, Let's take it out for a whirl and see what it is. Because when you're in a spa or in a a resort, you don't really have time to talk to a therapist and say, okay, here are all my problems. And then that therapist will go even deeper with you and say, okay, what about an injury beforehand? Or what is your daily activity? Like paint the picture of your life for me. So that way I can say, oh, okay, try this or try a different option because you don't know what you don't know 
until we get the picture, the big, big picture, because we're multifaceted human beings, not one size fits all. So yeah. let's, let's figure out what works for you. I mean, it, one guy, oh, I'll never forget him. He was so funny. Uh, big, big job, always flying all over the place. And his wife just had a baby. So I was like, oh, sweet, cool. Congratulations. He's like, but my arms are hurting really, really bad. You know, I can't figure it out. You know, I've been going to the gym and I've been doing all these weights. And I'm like, I really don't think it's the weights. I think it's the baby. Yep. He's like, that's bullshit. My baby doesn't <laughs> weigh that much. I'm like, no, but you're holding the baby for hours and hours on end in a funky, like, in like a supinated position on your arm and if you don't roll it out then that could be an issue and after oh my my (laughs) shoulders and back were fucked for like two years after having pain like my posture went to complete garbage for a long time (laughs) so i can stand by that (laughs) exactly so and he would have never thought it's like paint the picture for me what do you do are you a person that has one baby that's like five years old or two months old or 18 months old because trust me there's stress levels on all of them you know? <laughs> yeah. they take a toll on your body and figuring again taking the time to actually figure that out is where we're going to focus on the wellness strategy for you not just the physical capacity but also the mental one but there's a whole lot of stuff components like it's like you're the ultimate juggler but instead yeah. of th- juggling three balls you're juggling three million yeah yeah that's that sounds pretty accurate (laughs) so thank you thank you mary this has just been a blast where can people find you what are you up to these days oh my goodness i well let's see in november i'm gonna be with this girl yeah (laughs) and i am my group is the wellness shenanigans love your body mind and money again because there's a lot of stress with all three of those things so yeah come on down and chat with me and let's figure out what what you specifically need literally i have clients all over the us of a where it's like all right what do I need to do this time? Create create an experience for me so that way I can get into my creative zone of genius. Yes, yes. And I love that you put the focus on everybody being different. Like we all need something specific tailored to us. Exactly. Okay. We are the Nordstrom of the physical industry, baby. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay. Thank you so, so much, Mary. I love you. I'll be seeing me. you soon. Of I love course. you too. Okay, now I have to go do like two hours of editing out freaking glitches. Blooper <laughs> <laughs> reel. Thank you for tuning in to the Woman Turned Fierce podcast. Remember, there is strength inside us all just dying to come out. As women, we are not meant to be meek and weak. We are meant to lead and take up space. If you want more badass information around health and fitness and a place to incubate your strength, feel free to join my Facebook community, the Sexy, Strong, and Super community, and get ready to become a woman turned fierce.